0: I gave all that I can give, but I'm cool with Shorty's people, so I let him live. On the normal circumstances, he would be a mock man, but I hit him with a grand and just didn't shake his hand. Ooh. Gone, Shorty. Do what you gonna do. BB's gonna be. I wipe my hands. I'm through. I can forgive. I just can't forget. your yawn, little man. Don't ask me for shit. If you paid attention to what I taught you, then you're good. But if I see you again, you're going to get it. Understood? Go ahead before I change my mind, because you know you should be dead. I just wanted to say, I. Right, go ahead. Instinct told me to kill him, but would save them. So I'm a good dude, and I owe this peeps a favor. But I also knew the decision I just made went against the rules of the game that we play. Here we go again. Same old shit, dog. just a different day. Here we go again. You know how people do we play how we play, here we go again, man's gotta do what a man's gotta do, here we go again, so if it's fuck me, then you know it's fuck you, was it hard for me to get him the way I wanted him, I confronted him, Bzz, click, there was a bullet in one of them, feeling lucky, click, looks like you are, click, 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 luck ain't going too far, see what you did was put on another pair of shoes and they just happened to be too big, what you did was stupid, real fucking stupid. Well, shorty, I gave you a chance, and what did you do? You threw it back in my fucking face. So fuck you too. I right? bam. Good evening. Hey, how you doin'? What's up, folks? Hey, the listenership is up pretty high. Podcast is doing well. Before I even kick this off, I want to tell everybody thank you. I want to tell everybody thank you. Um, my podcast represents a lot of. Things that have happened in my life especially as it relates to my own sensitivities so when you see me in the street and you talk about my podcast let me know that you listen it's pretty dope but when you judge me I feel a certain type of way because I'm sensitive about my shit <laughs> just being silly I'm really not I'm really not but you know certain portions of my life I share and they're not necessarily up for debate nor judgment So, if you feel comfortable enough to come up to me and talk about my podcast, in turn, you have to understand that I'm a free man. I'm, in turn, free enough to let you know how I feel, about how you feel, about how I felt about my podcast. Anywho, I want to talk about times where I wish people would not have minded their business. And usually in these times... It constitutes me getting fucked up, like me getting my ass kicked. Like I look back on some of these things and yo, I took some beatings. Let's rewind back to a time I was born in 1975. VanGlorious, protected by the red, the black and the green, but not so far back. Forward the tape a little bit to around, let's say 1983, 84-ish. Family get together at my Aunt Doreen's house. R.I.P. Aunt Doe? Let me digress for a minute and talk about Aunt Doe. So, my grandmother, Patrice Portier, Portier, first cousins of Sydney Portier. Yeah, I'm of Bahamian descent, and my grandmother was first cousins with Sydney Portier. So, my grandmother was that super pretty young-looking grandma, right? Um, Consequently, I didn't even understand or know. I had no knowledge that my grandmother was only 14 or so when my mom was born, which is why my grandma was hot. You hear me? Fat. P-H-A-T. You know, pretty hot and tempting. Desirable even. My grandma was hot. Betty was a good-looking lady. Um, My grandmother was a model. She was a model in the Bahamas, and she traveled between Miami and nassau doing gigs also she was a championship professional bowler she was also the activities director at miami edison yeah r.i.p we called her mother so r.i.p mother but let's get back to the subject my grandma was like that hip grandma right and um yo my grandma drove a, a camaro back then a white camaro With these burgundy racing stripes, pinstripes type With a small scoop on the hood Really nice, it had burgundy leather interior Two-door joint Yo, my grandma was I'm telling you she had it going on, man She she bought her a new car I'm about to show my age right now Show my years My grandma bought a Pontiac Fiero Look that up Fiero, F-I-E-R-O Foxtrot, India Echo romeo oscar check that out no bullshit two-door sports car back in them days this was like a motherfucking i don't know this is probably like a honda s2000 back in those days or or maybe like a like a little bmw 318 speedy type joint right um and she gave my andoreen her camaro my Doreen was a little older as well. She wasn't so young and vivacious and hip-hop and full of energy, uh, electric like my grandma was. Um, yeah, Andreen was driving up the block, coming out the driveway at one of our family events. This is later than the one that I'm telling you about. At this point, I was probably 12, 13 years old. She's backing out. Yeah. and hit my ass with that goddamn Camaro. Knocked the shit out of me. You hear me? I was outside with my uncle. We was playing my Uncle Butch, R.I.P. Butch, he was my man's. And um, yeah, we was throwing football, playing football against the neighborhood kids. You know, my uncle was like an all-time quarterback. This is during a time where Mark Clayton and Mark Duper was the deal. I'm not a Dolph fan, wasn't a Doll fan back then either, but the Clayton and Duper connection. Super Duper? Mark Clayton? The Marks brothers? Get out of here. They was the deal. So I thought I was like Super Duper. I went for a bomb. Aunt Doe coming out the goddamn driveway Boom is what you want motherfucker She boomed my ass Crazy enough I'm I'm traumatized as I speak about this Crazy enough that ain't the only time Aunt Doe hit me with the goddamn car Ain't that about a bitch Anyway Back to our regularly scheduled story Couple years prior to her hitting me with her car Multiple times I'm inside the house I'm a troubled youth I am a busy I'm a bad kid Shit alright I'm a bad kid Right I'm in the crib acting the food All the other kids Are just kinda of falling in line I'm in there Hook sliding Throwing shit Acting the food Starting fights You can't tell me what to do I'm Little Joseph Jojo if you're nasty So boom Um as everybody saying Grace, well not everybody, I think it's my Uncle Lucky saying Grace. The whole generation of my family has passed away, so please bear with me as I R.I.P. everyone. R.I.P. Uncle Lucky. Handsome, dark-skinned, black dude, wavy hair. He looked like like a like an older version of Net King Cole, if you will. So uncle lucky like saying grace everybody holding hands i get this crazy idea to go under the table and start pulling people's pants and dresses and all kind of shit under the table doing the grace and i'm down there talking i ah, pull your pants i ah, got your dress and In the middle of the grace the whole family's there back in those days our family really gathered and and on holidays, we we family was really a family and nowadays the family ain't family no more. We was poor. Two at the bed, two in the four in the bed, two at the foot, two at the head. I didn't like to speak with Jojo, he peed the bed. Anyway. I'm under that pulling under the table. Grace is over, everything is calm. I'm still under the table acting the fool like nothing. I come from under the table. Get in front of my plate Like nothing Like nothing happens Yo Those of you who listen to this podcast Y'all know I ain't lying Y'all know my moms ain't play that shit I came from under that table Took two scoops of them creamy potatoes As I'm taking the spoon down from my mouth Bam! Cena slapped the dog shit Shit out of me in front of my whole goddamn family. I'm looking at them, yo. My whole face is fire red. You understand? I said fire red. This lady done slapped the black off my ass, the bricks off me. The whole family looked and went right back to their dinner like nothing happened. Why are y'all people minding y'all business? Why isn't somebody helping me out? <laughs> Next, I make no excuses about it, and I'm not proud of it. It's not something that I brag on, but I never really had a bout with doing any drugs. Um, my bout with drugs was more about profit margins. So at this one particular point, I had myself a little vehicle that nobody knew about. I didn't have license the first. I was too young to even get it restricted. And at this point, uh, my pops already knew what I was doing. And not only that, I'm not saying that he promoted it, but he facilitated it by uh, teaching me how to work a triple beam scale. I'm up at the store. <clears throat> it's the 79th Street down by my grandmother's house. Me and my two homies, we in there. They got a bad little Puerto Rican John in there. But a Rican in there working. I'm in there court and I got a pocket full of money. Whip outside Wide tires Hammers on it Music bumping I got the music playing outside Car running on 79th I don't hope and pray Somebody steal my shit I wish a motherfucker would Windows down Car running shit Bumping I'm at the store Yo uh, Small tidbit of this story Well anyway My father pulls up In the Back seat My uncle Carl is driving and I think my dad's homeboy Horatio or somebody was in the passenger seat But I remember looking out and seeing my pops like getting out the car and I'm like, yo, what's my pops doing getting out the car? My uncle Carl had this Jaguar This is the first time yo, I'm telling you this is like late 1980s type Um, My uncle Carl opens his car door and I see my dad get out the backseat like he like the Don Juan DeMarco or some shit. So I'm like, oh shit, Pop's pipping And I didn't realize that my uncle Car was actually driving. My uncle Car gets out, my pop gets out, they leave the doors open. I'm like, why are they leaving the doors open? If you getting inside, at least close your doors. I knew I, I knew I was I was gaudy. I knew I was bold. In that neighborhood leaving leaving the car running, windows down, music bumping. But yo, sure, they didn't even close their doors. Macafrema Lemma. Pimp shit. I remember this so vividly because my pops used to smoke Marlboro's, right? And when they opened the car door, like I could say, everybody smoked back then, and I could just smell like the cigarettes. But I'm looking at the wheels, I'm looking at the whip. It's a jag. It's it's slamming, it's banging. It's it's three-tone. Really, it's 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 got the the brown on the top. It's got in the middle of the quarter panel there. In the middle, it's got tan, and then it's brown at the bottom, right? Um, The car is just, it's beautiful. It's immaculate. They parked at an angle where I couldn't get out. I couldn't pull out if I wanted to. And I see my pops getting out. I walk outside. I'm like, oh, shit. Now, this is another thing that I remember, not just the smell of them nasty-ass Marlboros, And my father since passed away So even when I smell nasty ass Marlboros today It makes me feel some type of way Because it it makes me remember him That and fucking Old Spice My pops used to rock Old Spice and that Brute 33 shit But anyway They get out and that's the first time I ever heard a car speak The car said Your door is ajar I said oh shit This is during the time of fucking like night rider Like kit was the only motherfucking car Speaking back then So I'm like yo my uncle Carl got that cheese Guap Dividends greenbacks dead presidents Money 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 So he gets out And as I said this is right around the time This is shortly thereafter My father asking me what I got going on On the street and me being honest leveling with him About what I got going on So my uncle Carl pulls up He walks up He said Hey um I heard you I heard you moving your own work I heard you got your own weight now I got my chin up in the air I'm proud of myself Yeah Yeah I do You did hear that didn't you Bam Yo Uncle Carl slapped the Dog shit out of me I'm talking about Uncle Carl gave me that work Like I had my like my chin up in the air, like I had my eyes squinted, like halfway open, halfway closed, like gloating. I was um, admiring myself. I was feeling me. And all of a sudden, I was on my ass, and I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck? What happened?" And he hit me in the face, and in my nose and my mouth. would my lip was busted, my nose was bleeding, and I mean, I was leaking. I mean, drip, 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 leaking. Right? And I looked. I looked up and, and I was very disoriented. Like I really like saw like stars and tweety birds and shit. And I'm laying on the ground and I'm looking up and the first thing I do is look at the pimp motherfucker who was in the back seat, which just happens to be my biological father. My pops. I'm Joseph the third, he's Joseph Jr. I'm looking at him like I know you ain't just gonna mind your business. Uncle Carl just slapped the shit out of me last and not least yo my sister kimbo was the snazziest jazziest dresser you ever seen in your life back in them days when guests was popping she used to wear and it's probably why i like those tri-blend t-shirts now they're real soft and supple they feel nice on your skin like mike lowry seats you ever rub your love so I'm like, hey Kim, let me wear your guest shirt Because I got me some guest jeans I ain't on no gay shit, no transsexual, no transgender No cross-dressing type shit She wore, you know, she wore unisex stuff So she like, nah, you can't rock this one this time And there was like no apparent reason She just wasn't weird I'm like, Kim, let me rock this time, man I got a pair acid. acid <laughs> Came back, had some acid wash jeans hey, Yo, Kim, come on, man Take care of your boy let me rock them johns I got some acid watch jeans I'm gonna rock With my Clarks If you're not Like Upskill Like white people White person Suburban white person From back then Or If you ain't Black people living Outside your means Or Shopping at the flea market Wearing knockoffs You wouldn't really know What Clark Clark shoes are right But I used to rock them johns And my Clark shoes So she said Hell nah I'm like man You just you, Man you tripping bro She left Soon as she left Man I got that iron out Ironed up that jaw Got that shirt Put some starch on that shirt Yo do y'all kids still iron and starch your shit Cause we used to take pride in them creases when I was a jit But I starched up my shit Back in these days This is when the house parties was was the jam I mean you had a couple hours before the shit got shot up But that's neither here nor there So I put the shit on And I knew she was going out And I just had to make it back before her, and at this time my sister was a grown up, so I figured she was wasn't coming back till tomorrow or whatever. But whatever happened, her plans kind of fell through, and I came home to grab some product from under the bed. I'm walking to Cherry Bay. I'm walking in through across uh, the field where the jitney used to drop me off at. And my sister's coming back from wherever she's coming. And she sees me in this guest shirt. Mind you, the shirt is like nothing spectacular, extravagant. It's got the big guest triangle in the front and it says guest. And I got the guest jeans on. So I just wanted to be top and bottom matching. I had a a guest belt with a G belt buckle in the middle. This is back in the days when I was, you know, I was slender and muscular. So I used to tuck my shirt in. Plus, if we get the ladies a good look at the roll of quarters. <laughs> so, she sees me. She walks over to me. BAM! Yo, Kimbo slaps the shit out of me. When I tell you that my sister can fight. I'll tell you, it's, it's two women in my family who fight. My sister, Kimberly Pinson, happens to be a cop. And my cousin, Ashika Penson, who lives in Alabama, and they gets busy. You understand me? Like grown men, they gets busy. And when I tell you, my sister gave me that Mike Tyson work. By the time she was done with me, lip busted, nose busted, mouth busted, nose busted, leaking and bleeding all over the place, neither one of us could wear the shirt because she had ripped the shirt off of me to shreds two shreds and I wish I could tell you that she just scratched me up like a female but she did scratch me up but only pulling the shirt off my ass and punching me in my face and in my mouth and I wish I could tell you that I let her win because she's a girl and I'm a boy but I was trying to fight back she just whooped on me and the whole neighborhood sat there and watched why are you people minding your business help me